sweet ones. Welcome to the All That To Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth Klein. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I've been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because I really believe that's where we can sense God in a deeper way. On today's episode, though, we're going a little bit lighter. We're going to talk about every single tip I can think of on how to live a wholehearted life. My mom told me a story of when I was about four years old. We were at the drugstore and there was some toy that I really wanted, but she was a single mom at the time and money was tight. And she told me that we didn't have the money for it. And I naively said, why don't you just write a check? That's cute and sweet, but you know what? We women write spiritual and physical and emotional and mental and relational checks all day, every day. That we sometimes, or maybe all the times, don't have the reserves to back up. And when we do this, when we serve and serve and serve and take care of everyone else in our lives without taking care of ourselves, we become not only exhausted, but irritable and resentful. Anybody there right now in this season of life? especially two years into our pandemic that has left us all with PTSD, whether we want to admit it or not. So when I talk about self-care or soul care or living a wholehearted life, I'm not talking about being selfish and self-centered and self-absorbed, and I'm not talking about a week at a spa. I'm talking about, first and foremost, taking care of the life and body and heart and mind that God has given me, And I'm talking about keeping my reserves full or full-ish so that I can love God and the people he's placed in my life. Now, I'm literally just going to walk you through a typical day for me. But before I do that, I want to start by saying this. I want to encourage you to outright ask God to fill your heart and mind and body and soul with every spiritual, physical, emotional, mental, relational, vocational, educational, financial, healing, and wholeness blessing that he has for you. And ask him to give you a heart and body and mind to see it and receive it all with contentment and gratitude. That right there is your starting point. Pray that every day. In fact, that's even something you can pray over your husband or kids or friends. Okay. Before I share with you all the things that I do to take care of myself spiritually and physically and emotionally and mentally and relationally, I have a few caveats. Let me state up front, I am 51. I am an empty nester. I work from home. My life season is quiet and slow, and I am beyond grateful for that. The last time my life season were this quiet and slow, I was 25 newly married, pre-kids, working part-time at our church. And then I went on to spend about 20 plus years with so much less quiet and so much less slow and so much less margin. Also, I do not do these things that I'm about to list off so that I can live like a life of perfection. Oh, my lambs, no, because I absolutely don't. Even though, I'll be honest, I do most of these things that I'm going to list off most of the days. Again, I do this because I believe we have been given by God 
this one body and this one life and this one mind and this one heart, and no one else is going to take care of it for us. And we are each responsible to tend it all well. I also don't do these things to live longer. Um, No, I fully believe our days are numbered. There's nothing I can do that's going to stretch out my life beyond what God has ordained. But I sure would like to feel as good as I can on the days that I've got and perhaps have a bit more energy. You'll also find that I'm not about to list off all the bad things I do every day because this is a self-care list, not a things I do poorly list. Maybe that could be another episode. But I want to be clear, I am not perfect, nor do I claim to be. I just confessed to a friend that I live a fairly healthy life from about 8 p.m. every night until about 4 p.m. the next day, and then 4 to 8 p.m. is a bit of a free-for-all. So there you go. All that to say... Please do not be discouraged when you hear all the things I'm about to list off. And as they say in Al-Anon, take what you like and leave the rest. Or better yet, take what works for you, what you'd like to try maybe, what might fit into your life and forget I even said the rest, okay? Only grace here. Okay, I'm going to break it down into annually, monthly, weekly, and daily. Annually. At least once a year, I try to get away by myself for two to three days to think and pray and clear my head. At the end of every year, sometime between Christmas and New Year's Eve, I read through all of my journals from the previous year, which can take a little bit because I journal every day. I read through all of my daily gratitude slips that accumulated the past year that I keep in my little kitchen gratitude jar. And I answer several reflection questions like, how is my life working for me and stuff like that. This year, I added a list of all the bad things I could remember that happened in this past year. And I made a list of all the good things that I could remember because we tend to forget stuff. Also, annually, I get a physical exam. I get a girly exam. I get a mammogram. I see the dentist twice a year. And sweet girls, I'm going to gently encourage you that if you have not been to your doctor or dentist in over a year, that you consider doing so. Okay, monthly. I try to see my two children at least once a month, if not more. I'm shooting for once alone each, once either with their partners or all of us together. But that monthly time is a good connection point. Also, I have a standing date to see two of my best friends either in person or over Zoom, um, because frankly, I have no idea what I would do without my girlfriends. And that monthly time is just sort of a touch point. Also, seeing a counselor. I started seeing my somewhat current counselor um, weekly in the months leading up to launching my son in the summer of 2020 and saw her fairly steadily for about a year and a half. And we switched over to monthly and we just recently sort of wound down, but I can tell you, she was such a gift. I have no idea how I would have gotten through that stretch without her. Okay. Weekly. Here's what I do every week. My husband and I try to do a date at least once a week. It can be a little bit more difficult in the winter um, because he's on call for nights every other week and he refs 
um, high school basketball and it's winter. So outdoor dining isn't as available in Illinois, but we definitely shoot for once or twice a week for dates. Every Thursday I clean the house. Now, how is this taking care of me? Because I listen to fun music up loud on my phone and I sing and dance like a madwoman, and it's awesome. Every Sunday morning, we watch church online. I know it's not the same as going in person. Um, we're going to get back to that soon, but weekly church. And every Sunday afternoon, I do a face mask, deep condition my hair, and do my nails. Okay. Now I'm going to get to the daily list and this list is going to be the longest, which is kind of crazy. Um, Monday through Friday, I wake up at the same time that my husband does, which is about 545. There shouldn't even be a 545 in the morning. Uh, after I get him out the door, wash my face, put on a serum of some kind, um, put on my quote unquote workout clothes. I start my day with drinking a couple glasses of water. One, preferably with lemon juice. I've heard that that is a great way to sort of get your metabolism going every morning by starting it off with water. And I try to remember to drink a glass of water several more times during the day. If the only thing, well, I want you to take a bunch of stuff away from this, but the only thing that you end up doing is drinking, is starting your day with water because of this podcast episode, that'd be great. Okay. At this time, I also take all of my supplements. Now, I'm not a doctor, so don't listen to just me. Um, but I take vitamin B, C, D, iron, a probiotic, magnesium, turmeric, zinc, and a shot of apple cider vinegar. Um, I make a smoothie with kale, spinach, banana, avocado, berries, lemon, and your super powdered supplements. I have joked with... Um, my husband and my girlfriends that when I see Jesus face to face, he's going to say, yeah, you know, all those supplements and kale really didn't do anything, but it'll be okay. I also drink two or three cups of green or white tea every morning. I spend about 30 minutes doing computer stuff while sitting next to a light therapy lamp. I then do 15 minutes of stretches. I take a 35 plus minute walk in the mornings. Yes, even in the winter. The only thing that has stopped me is the ice on the sidewalks and roads. Um, and so if it's an extra icy day, I will walk through my house the same amount of time. I have walked when it's 16 below. So I remind myself of that when I'm being a wuss about it and don't want to go out when it's like 10. On these walks, I listen to one or more of the following um, podcasts or whatever you want to call them. One is the John Eldridge Daily Prayer. That's about 10 minutes. A new one for me this year is the Daily Audio Bible. I am listening to the Bible being read chronologically this year, which is really cool. I've also started listening to, I think it's called Lectio 365 app. Um, that has a morning and an evening one. I listen to the Wild at Heart Pause app, which if you have not heard of the Pause app, it's free. It's amazing. And it has one, three, five, and 10 minute pauses. They are scripture that is just guided you through a, such a gentle, precious meditation. And it's an awesome thing to put into your life. I also listen to the Wild at Heart or Captivated or Next Right Thing podcasts or whatever I can find. Um, okay, get back home. I have a quiet time every morning. Um, I am a 
product of the 80s and we called it a quiet time. So I became a Christian when I was 15. And for as long as I can remember, I have spent time with Jesus. I've tried to almost every day um, for 36 years. Now, I definitely had seasons where I didn't, but this has been the longest, like years and years and years, where it is just a part of my day. I read scripture. Um, I've come up with sort of a reading plan for my year. And right now, this month, um, I am currently reading through Proverbs, reading one chapter of Proverbs a day, and I'm reading through the book of Matthew in a month. I have a couple books of prayers. One is for my husband. One is for our children. I have a couple of devotionals. And still, um, after all these years, I still read through my three Al-Anon daily readers every morning because I'm still just a tad codependent. Okay. Then if something happens to jump out at me from scripture or one of my devotionals, I'll maybe take a little picture of it, send it to my girlfriends, maybe my kids. I typically have an apple with peanut butter for a snack and oatmeal with walnuts, blueberries, and Greek yogurt for lunch. I have another smoothie around two that has all the same stuff in it as my morning one. Then I take another afternoon walk again, yes, even in the winter, and listen to the same stuff that I mentioned earlier. Now, here's where it gets to be about the four to eight, where I said earlier, it's kind of free for all. So I kind of eat whatever for dinner. Um, before I go to bed, I use my Saraset headband, C-E-R-E-S-E-T, you can look it up, um, for about 20 minutes every night before bed. It's basically a contraption that helps balance my sweet little brain. I try to go to bed by 9 p.m. every night, but honestly, it's usually before that. Um, I'll maybe read for a few minutes, and I do not bring my phone to bed with me. In fact, it goes in the kitchen till the morning, and my kids even know to text or call my husband in an emergency. And there you go. Okay, again, I hope this brings zero discouragement. Please remember that we are all in different seasons of life, but I do hope that it maybe gives you an idea or two to add to your routines, because every time we do something that brings us closer to Jesus, or adds to our mental or relational or physical health instead of takes away from it, we're doing something that honors God and the body, heart, mind, and life that he gave us. And we are refilling our reserves so we can be more available and loving to God and to the people he's put in our lives. Now, here's the thing. No one else is going to come up to you and say, hey, are you sleeping enough or are you taking your vitamins? Are you eating enough veggies? Are you going to the doctor? Are you spending time with Jesus? Okay, well, maybe some of you do have people in your life who will ask those things and that's awesome. But I can tell you this, no one else can do those things for you. You, sweet girl, are responsible for you. So here's a couple next steps. Number one, get out some paper and I want you to make a couple lists. Make columns of things, like make a column that says spiritual, one that says physical, one that says emotional and mental, one that says relational. And then under each one of those, jot down what you are currently doing in each area to take care of yourself. And then if you see some deficits or if you see a list with literally nothing underneath that column, which is okay, we're all a work in progress, but maybe brainstorm an idea or two to add. Even if it means you have to stop something else that's not all that great to put something good back in. And number two, if you'd like a little jump start and maybe you could use a guide, I've got 
about 15 one-month e-courses that could help you. Everything from creating a more meaningful life to getting unstuck to strengthening your intimacy with God, to fine-tuning your relationship skills, and you'll find the link in the show notes. Let me pray for us. Father, thank you so much for the lives and hearts and minds and bodies that you've given each one of us. If we have breath, that means we still have a life and heart and mind and body to take care of. Please help each of us steward the gifts you've given us well. Show us where we could be doing a bit better and give us creativity and wisdom on knowing what to add and what to take out of our lives. And please give us grace when we think about our lives and bodies, helping us to see ourselves as you do. Amen. Okay, girlies, if you so desire, you can support this podcast in a few ways. You can rate it, you can share it, you can subscribe to it, and or you can financially support it, I think. (laughs) So sweet ones, all that to say, no matter where you find yourself in your wholehearted journey, in taking care of yourself, in your walk with Jesus, no matter how you have perhaps neglected yourself in the past, and no matter why, today is always a new day with God's new mercies, and you are the unconditionally beloved daughter of the Father God, and he is so delighted with you. You came into this world and you start each day already completely loved with no other loves to beg for and nothing to prove to anyone. So till next time, so, so much love.